0: Grand Rising, everyone, Natalie coming to the live, and coffee, go make coffee here. Mm. So yum. All right, let's get started. So I've been off again for quite some time. It's like taking these big, long breaks. (laughs) And partially because I am not 100% sure what I want to talk about anymore. Maybe I've run out of words. Maybe people get to the point where they understand that things are the way they are and that's the way it is and that's that in other words being present or aware of the present moment or being in the moment at the every particular moment in time and not necessarily needing to say anything and i think as we dig deeper into our own internal psyche as we start to peel back the layers of our internal psyche we start to recognize that maybe there are no words to say, Um, and also starting to think like, what difference am I possibly making? Because we all go through that as well, I think, Um, especially practitioners with great work, sort of looking at life and saying, you know, am I making a difference? It Does not even matter? Um, And if we touch the life, so this morning when I was making my coffee, I started thinking, well, you know, everybody says, well, if you touch one life, that's enough and if you touch one life that's enough even if that life is your own even if it's only your life that you're touching that you're um you know learning who you are and you're developing who you are and you touch your life alone that's enough and i don't think that we normalize that right it's like we've got to get bigger and bigger and bigger and support other people. And we have to leave our mark and our legacy. And, you know, some people strive and and I can say that I've strived right to leave a legacy of wisdom through these podcasts, through, you know, all the teachings and the readings and the ancient texts, plus, you know, what we see today in the modern world and, you know, kind of my viewpoint and how I see the world and what I think is the construct of the psyche or the construct of um, how we see the sacred feminine and masculine, or how we bridge the cosmology um, to consciousness, to um, psychology and to science and all of those things. And, you know, giving a map of the soul, basically from my perspective or point of view, which we see has uh, those, those maps have been drawn out. Good morning, whoever's on here, have been drawn out by several um individuals throughout time where they were trying to express what the soul might look like what the internal psyche might look like what does how do we operate how do we transcend um you know and I can tell you a bit about what I'm learning in terms of um how certain people or individuals have created this construct and integral theory is one of the theories that's been used right to to develop or to show how consciousness has actually expanded or derived or developed or how we've developed so um in human development um we're talking about how that works right and looking at it and saying that there is this sort of these lines they call them lines and waves and you know for me i don't necessarily agree with a lot of the construct um and the reason why is because i preach what i practice in other words um I live through experience and then I communicate rather than communicate and then experience. I'm not saying I never do that, Um, but my life is more a a, a posh posh (laughs) of experiences and it's funny because you'll see that I go through different phases of my life where I'm experiencing new things, I'm trying new things out, certain things don't work for me and then I'm figuring out what works for me. What is going to actually work for me to reach those, um, you know, the expanded states of consciousness, to expand and stretch consciousness, to allow myself to grow into the full potential that I am. And that is what I've been teaching. How do you grow into the full potential that you are? What is it going to take? Good morning, Ruth. Ruthless. <laughs> um what is it going to take right for you to develop into your full potential there is a theory out there they call it the acorn theory and i sort of like this theory more than than others um where they talk about you know the seed our potential has always been there we were born with it um and perhaps we even knew what it was when we were little and the problem is is that you know life and circumstances and conditioning Told us it's the rock to change my name. Oh, well, there you go. Huh. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, why ruthless? <laughs> I'd love to know. Um, so we expanded and, and from that tiny potential, right? Like maybe when we were children we understood who we were. And then of course, what ends up happening is life and people and programming and circumstances and And our genius, right, that everybody has that potential, that seed of potential to be the best version of who we are has already been there. It's already there, but we sometimes ignore it. Sometimes we go the opposite direction. You know, we know in a way what's right for us. They always say, follow your gut, all this stuff. And that seed of potential is just laying there ready to sprout. But sometimes we, we don't let it sprout now in this particular theory um they also talk about bad seeds right that there's bad seeds that are there from the beginning too and we do see that in human conditioning right um we see that there are um, individuals who are born and start doing crazy things and we can go into like individuals who are you know serial killers all this stuff we see their put their what what's in there already when they're young and there's these certain behaviors that they have um and however i believe that that seed could be turned for good and sown. right that's my belief now i'm not saying that that's an actual truth um and i'm not even saying that this theory is true either but i do like the idea of the theory right i can't say anything is 100% true ever <laughs> i would never say that right i don't hold the key to all truth um but i do hold the key to experience and i think that's what's important more than anything else is experiencing life right um so for instance the rock you're you're a ruthless christian you know part of christianity in and even that faith is, or even that um, religion or that construct is faith. Faith is a huge thing, right? Having faith. Um, you know, I was raised, I think I've told you guys, I was raised Catholic. And a lot of it was just faith, right? Like having this faith and, and you know, knowing. And knowing full through and through that something was going to happen. Now, can we prove it scientifically? Well, no, of course. Science is always going to say we can't um prove it scientifically but it doesn't matter because we've experienced it and our experiences are just as real and see that's what's been discredited from mainstream science right but now because um again we have the quantum physics piece we're starting to integrate the myth mystic um mystics mysticism back into science because they don't know how to describe what they're seeing they have no words for it they have no understanding um and it doesn't really align with our old construct of classical physics and you guys already know this and so the two don't align so they're trying to figure out well what is it well for me i have a new thing and it's preach what i practice so rather than looking at a what i think i know right really apply it to your life and that is part of the uh, spiritual alch- um alchemy and I am a practitioner of spiritual alchemy. So people say, Well, what's your religion? I don't have a religion. I'm a practitioner of spiritual alchemy. Meaning that I apply these these principles to my life and I see what happens. And I can tell you that faith for me is a practice. It's a practice for me to have faith and that's inherently in me. Now that doesn't mean that everybody has to wear that, you know, robe of faith. You know, it may not work out. Some people are like, I don't have faith. Okay, so what is your practice, right? It's not for me to dictate what's going to work for you, but practice is what's important. And this is why I love Kung Fu. And so I did actually get my black belt in Kung Fu finally, um, but thats it's a never-ending cycle. makes me a disciple of the art, but not necessarily, um, you know, it takes years and years and years to become a master in kung fu. Why? Well, because it's a process and it's practice. Now kung fu itself, the word, means mastery through uh practice, right? It's it's the practicing of the art. That's all it means. So kung fu thinks they think people think it's fighting, all this stuff. No, it's not. It's mastery through time and effort. And when we put our time and effort in things that we love and we start to practice it, we get a result. Now, here's what I'm going to say. Preach what you practice rather than practice what you preach. Conceptually, we can talk about all the things we know. But when we apply it, it's something different. And the seed, so getting back to the acorn and the seed that lives within us, that potential is constantly giving us experiences so that we can grow and blossom into the radiant, beautiful self that you are. So, you know, they call us star seeds. They say they're star seeds. We're all star seeds. We all are. And our seed was planted there from the beginning. But will it develop and will we allow it to develop? Will we nourish it? Will we let it blossom? Will we let it sprout and grow into the great magnificent being being that we are, that we are called to? And it's it's been a difficult time. I can say that, especially now during these times, when economies are going crazy, when life is going crazy, and our everything inside of us is telling us to go one direction, but everything outside of us is trying to push us in another. Becomes a, a challenge, right? This battle almost, this war happens between our internal wanting and our external happening. And, and, it, and it doesn't line up, and it's not an easy task, right? So we have to sort of stop the noise and then really, really, really hone in to the core of who we are. Now that takes a peeling back the layers of the onion. And this is why not many people take this road. It's because it's not easy. Okay, the Holy Spirit, yeah. And so the Holy Spirit being a part of it. And you know, there's different language for different um, religious sects which are saying the same thing, you know? And that's why there's more than one way To expand consciousness and to reach your divine purpose there's different ways to get there Um, there's no right wrong good way bad way to do it it's just it's your way and so that way can evolve and expand in different many different ways Um, so that is why spiritual alchemy doesn't say oh it christian this or bad or muslim bad or that no that's not what it's about it says what's within the system what is the system telling you to do right so it, literally we ha we we go through the process that's been given to us and we ask ourselves how, how do we apply it to life and how do we preach what we practice um it's a different way of life you know, I even feel like creating a workshop around it, preach what you practice and sit there and really talk about how we've experienced life rather than what we think we know about life. Okay. Yeah, man made the system, not a godly system. Yeah, that's correct. And and we've sort of distorted it. Um, and, it, you know, almost to a detriment. I mean, I don't know. We've gone so far as a human species Thinking that we are have dominion over everything, which, you know, I think someone must have changed that in the Bible. Believe we have dominion over everything. That's I don't think I think we need to be in harmony with everything. Um, and I think that that sentence right there um, really caused a lot of havoc. You see, words can create some major, crazy crap in the world, and symbols and stuff. But when we look at that one particular. Sentence dominion, right? We we don't have dominion over everything. Well, everything is connected. Absolutely, the interconnection is what we have. And when you talk about facing persecution, yeah, it is our own trap, mind trap, that we face. Now, there's different layers here. So, and speaking from preaching what I practice, because I practice, like I said, I apply this to my life, and it's not easy. Trust me, things fall apart all the time. And most recently, family, right, fell apart, crumbled. And it was all for good, not for bad, right? There's a a point where you have to understand that things don't change unless you change. Things won't shift unless you shift. And sometimes that means letting go of the people you love the most. That doesn't mean you don't love them. It doesn't mean you just love them at a distance. And sometimes you need that, that that space and time in order to reprogram. Because sometimes it suffocates you, right? You can see it as like, you know, the great mother or the great father suffocating their children and not allowing them to develop and blossom, right? I myself um, have done that. <laughs> with my niece, right? I suffocated her. I totally like was a helicopter aunt. (laughs) I'm not her mom and her mom wasn't even the way I was. And that's not right. I had to let go and let her develop into her own person. And we, we get to do that. And sometimes when we're not letting go of people, we're suffocating them. We're drowning them from actually expanding into their own potential. Now, this is a hard lesson. It's, it's not easy to let go of people we love. It's not easy to, to cut the cord, especially family, if you're close to your family, or especially if you have kids, um, or especially if you have a lover that you've been with for a long time. Whatever it is, we want to hold on so strong. And the more that we hold on, the harder it is to grasp, right? It's almost like a fish, a slippery fish. We're trying to grab it, and we can't, and it keeps slipping out of our hands. Let it go let it go right and you know there's a saying what's meant for me will be it'll be magnetized What like my friend says like what's meant for me will be and i like that i like the idea of that because i can say well if it's meant for me it'll be if it's meant for me it'll come into my life good morning christina good morning and good morning yr i don't know what your name is you're welcome to drop it in the chat but if it is meant to be and it'll come to you now Preaching what your practice, here's what I've gone through and hopefully you guys can relate and hopefully you guys will apply it to your life as well, is that peeling back the onion layers, right, was a really me looking at myself and how I connect to the world. How do I engage in the world and taking personal responsibility? Now, not an easy task because Part of it's like we'll take responsibility for everything and people will say, well, I didn't do that or I didn't do this. Well, OK, maybe there are things that are happening in your life, but there's a lesson to be learned. And how are you responsible for that? And then boundaries. Right. How do we how do we um, hey Bart, how do we how do we create boundaries? You know, how do we let go of things that are not good for us? How do we start to develop our life the way it should be. And that's a hard thing, right? Because again, we get attached to things. Now we could look at the system of Buddhism where it says attachment is is the root of all our suffering or attached to everything. It's part of the human condition, right? It's part of the development of our ego ego not being a bad thing ego being something that's healthy to help us survive because we need it we need survival skills we need to be able to survive or we would just die right we would perish but we don't we live so we grow our ego and in the development of ego we grow consciousness and the consciousness allows us to engage with life so looking at life looking at how we engage life how consciousness is a part of that how we develop through those stages Now. We um, get programmed by our caretakers and our caretakers, right? Are our parents or whoever your caretaker was when you were a baby. So there's some root stuff going on there. And to peel back the onion layers, right? Me, um, I've used different modalities to understand. And one of the biggest ones that I think that has been taken out of society has taken out of psychology because we are so science based, um, especially in the Western world. Is is the mythology, the story, the grand story, um, and these myths go back to myths. Myths help us to understand sort of where we are in in our life. Myths are storytelling, um, and if we thought about it in the ancient time, they were storytellers that stood around and told us stories for a reason because we know that history sort of repeats itself. We kind of do the same thing. Maybe things look different around us, but we're kind of doing the same thing over and over again, just a little bit different. But those stories give us an idea. They give us an an opportunity to see it from a bigger construct rather than from, you know, the victimization of something. And then we can see who we are in that myth and we can understand who we are and move through it. So, but there's different ways, right? And these are ways that I have used that soup, that help a lot. Another way is hypnotherapy. You can try that um, and see if that works for you. I've done hypnotherapy. You can do um, a tarot readings. You can go to a tarot reader, which is not someone who predicts the future but it's more of a diagnostic it gives you an idea to see things a little bit differently you can look at astrology i mean there's all these systems that are supporting you to try to help you understand yourself better and if you use it that way and you use it to find that core that seed that potential that was in you when you were a child here's the deal you know i think a lot of people, and they don't talk about it, talk about, you know, when I was a kid, I knew I had a purpose. I knew I had, you know, this calling. I, you know, I used to see things or, you know, a lot of their um, gifts were given to them as, as children, but they weren't really able to evolve if they were not in a condition or a household that really nurtured that within them. Or they didn't recognize it. You know, me and me, myself, that happened, right? I was this very curious kid. I just would be like, how did I land in this family? (laughs) I think I'm an alien in this family. And I used to say it all the time. Um, And my parents were so busy trying to make things work within this society, this construct, they didn't recognize. They didn't see it. They didn't really truly see my potential. And But I saw it for myself and and that was enough but some children they don't see their own potential right away or they know their potentials there but because it's just ignored they just let it go away or they let go of it and they say forget it well so black sheep beauty (laughs) thanks so so just a totally different construct right in the mind and then you you separate and you start to understand and evolve but again there's many systems so I say figure out what your system is and then preach what you practice go practice it don't be afraid to practice some things aren't going to work for you you're going to put them on and you're going to say this ain't it and that's okay you can go down many there's yoga there's there's so many different systems kundalini breathing that you can do There's um, people do psychedelics even um and i'd be a little careful with the psychedelics because sometimes i can give you like a false connection but you know if you especially if you're overdoing it but psychedelics there's drumming drumming will ignite that um sort of mystical experience within you um you know there's other ways that you could do it meditation is a big one to f- like find your center who you are you could journal you can there's so many practices so many different ways of getting to the same place you know it's like to get to the mountaintop there's different trails some people like to take the trail that somebody carved out and some people will go on that trail for a while then make their own trail then get back on it some people will completely make their own trail and say i'm gonna do it my way (laughs) you know and that's a harder way right when you do it your way you know that Everybody kind of knows that, right? You have your um, elders who tell you, don't do this, don't do that. And you have the one you're always like, ah, they're going to have a hard life. So they're just wanting to do it their own way. And, but it's harder that way, but sometimes it's more rewarding that way too, because you discover things that other people don't. So when you go off the beaten path, you know, you're seeing things that other people may not have seen, but it's still harder, right? than just following maybe the the trail that somebody kind of laid out for you. And then there's both-and, and and I think I'm a both-and person. I think I go up a trail until I don't agree, and then I kind of take my own route, and then I find new things out and discover, and then I come back to the trail, and I add back value to the trail and say, hey, I don't think you guys thought about this because when I took my trail, that didn't fit. So, And then you start to be innovative, right? Because when we think about these great sages, gurus, whatever you want to call them, they literally were the same thing. They they went off the beaten path and said, no, that doesn't the old way doesn't really work. There's sort of this thing. And then people start to go, oh yeah, I agree, because I've seen that. And and then they start to, to to come along. So but you have your way, you have your path. Okay. And it starts with the seed of potential that was already there within you. It was already there. You were a star seed. The seed was already given to you. You literally did start off as a seed. If, if you don't know that, right? <laughs> you, you guys were baby seeds getting sprouted, right? A sperm and an egg. And there you go. And then you developed into this magnificent human being. I mean, how crazy is that? It's kind of cool, right? And we think about how that happens in the womb. Well, it's like a cosmic eruption. Thinking about everything that happens and goes into making you as this human being as you are right a lot went into it um and it took two people coming together to even make that happen so we get to understand how we evolve through that seed. so go back and preach what you practice go out and practice something you know i practice right now my practice is kung fu which i love and i can see how this ancient tradition um if i were to say that any system was close to spiritual alchemy it would be kung fu i mean these monks were quite amazing they they worked in harmony with nature they they mirrored nature they looked at nature and they said how can we be like nature how can we embody the wind how can we embody the earth how can we embody the cosmos how can we embody the animals and the creatures of the earth and they watched and they observed and they didn't try to kill them. They just tried to emulate them. They tried to look and say, wow, how do they, how does this, like, how does this bug operate? Well, we see a mantis, right? And that's where you have the mantis forms and all this and that. And then you have tiger forms, right? And they looked at the wild and, and rather than trying to harm a, a, a tiger, no, they learned to become it and understand it and move like one, which is cool. And they used it for protection and also health for health purposes and to live long healthy lives that's really what they did it for um but nobody would mess with them either because they were they were deadly i mean they were martial artists right but they weren't out there because the more the higher up you get in kung fu the more peaceful you become you know tai chi being the grand ultimate fist which people don't know if you didn't know now you know that tai chi is the ultimate form of kung fu it is the deadliest form of Kung Fu. And nobody knows that, because they think Tai Chi is all about breath and moving slow, and it is, but it takes 30 years for you to actually master that art. And you'd have to practice it every single day. But the Tai Chi master is the ultimate master of Kung Fu, which is the yin yang, meaning that you've totally embodied this the sacred feminine and masculine energies within so you have explosive power but you also have flow and freedom it's pretty cool these that's you know the yin yang is actually the symbol for Tai Chi Um, and and that's a symbol that's that's used so these systems right the the information that was there that was carved out for us is still there and what a, a beautiful system you have that ability to find your system your practice what is your practice i don't know it's, it could be journaling it could be writing it could be music it could be dancing it could be uh art drawing painting coloring it could be um you know i don't know hiking um rock climbing i mean there are so many things right that it, it could be for you So go out and practice. I think that's probably why I haven't been on here very much, is because I'm just living my life in this sort of crazy but peaceful way. Like I'm in the eye of a storm right now, and the storm is starting to calm down. Um and I'm trying to say, do how do I give back and does it matter? And so, you know, again, this morning it was like if I support one person that's enough even if that person is me and I think if you live with that in your life I think if you lived with that sort of saying in your mind right if I impact one person if I change the life of one person and that person is me then I've done enough and I can tell you that changing yourself is enough it's it's really hard I know people want to give back to humanity and that's me I'm like oh I want to give back in this well, give to yourself first. Learn to, to know yourself first. Practice yourself before you try to practice with others. Practice who you are. <laughs> and I say practice because it is a practice. We're trying to learn how to be human. <laughs> no one came with the manual book, I promise you. And the manual books don't work for everybody. So we're all trying to learn how to be human <laughs> on this crazy planet that we're going on. <laughs> and so as you find it and you start to tap into it right practice 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 kung fu mastery through time and effort everybody is doing kung fu when they when they're into their practice in their art that's why a kung fu master will go to um anywhere like me i'll go anywhere and understanding the kung fu principle and i will master things through time and effort I will practice until I become a master at that thing just kind of like talking right getting on here and doing live streams I've done it so much I've practiced so much that I just get on here and do it now it's just a thing and it's been a practice it didn't just happen overnight it was evolved right over time and that's what you do so preach what you practice Remember that you are the potential, the seed that existed within you from the beginning of time. Your potential was already there. You just have to or get to tap into that potential and allow it to blossom. And that might mean peeling back the layers of the onion, which are really hard to do sometimes, and getting to that core essence of who you are, that core essence of what drives you, that purpose right at the center of all of it. And then once you tap into that, you just let it blossom and the whole world becomes available to you. So hopefully that was helpful. (laughs) I just got on here and I was like, man, I wasn't going to get on today again. I said, no, Natalie, you got to get on. You've got to get on. You know, it's just, it's been some time. Um, But it's because again, I'm just like truly living my life right now. And I think part of Spirit and Coffee when I started it was a way for me to understand deeper and communicate and support. Okay, so I am gonna I'm committed to getting on here um all week and you know connecting with you guys. Um so you know, hopefully you guys will get on and join me. Um and if not, I'll just chat to myself. <laughs> which is totally fine as well. It is all good. Nothing, everything is blissful and beautiful in the world for me right now. So, um, you guys have a magnificent, marvelous, magical, mystical, magnetic Monday. Um, and I will, of course, I'll be seeing you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.